going in there and just be like, all right, work ethic. And I'm like, I'm willing to go th- that farther step. Like, you know, I understand the market, I understand an LBO. And they're like, oh, like you're young, you already done this stuff. Yeah, but it's all through Google. What is going on, futurists? This is Michael Sakon, founder and creator of Our Future. We are the go-to business media brand on the internet for the most ambitious young people on the planet. This is the go-to destination. It's all digital. And this is a finance careers episode, but today, We did just drop the Our Future Consulting Career Guide. It's our first all-inclusive Our Future Industry Preparation Booklet, taking everything we've learned in dozens of interviews and sharing it with the world. And again, the focus is on the consulting industry. If you were interested in getting in front of clients and making some big recommendations in a nice, crisp suit, that is on our website. And if you want incredible career resources and business insights like you'll hear today, Subscribe to our newsletter at OurFutureHQ.com. We can share a lot more resources that you can click on, enjoy, read there than we could do in the audio format. So make sure to subscribe. Link is in the description of this episode. Okay, today I have the pleasure of interviewing Landon Clausing. He's a junior at Grand Valley State University in Michigan, where he leads the school's premier investment club, Seedman IPO, which manages a portfolio worth over $150,000. And he's an incoming equity research analyst at Manning and Napier, former investment research analyst at Plant Moran, and a former private equity junior analyst at Blackfoot Capital. And he shares some great insights and advice from a non-target school recruit. Let's get it, guys. I am fascinated by finance. I love doing interviews, talking with people who are going into the industry. They're so ambitious, so focused. Yeah. Um, I have, you know, been involved in a few things myself, whether it be stock pitches, investment competitions. Uh, I am president of a small kind of niche investment club on campus. To be honest, I haven't been following the markets too much lately. Can we open things up? Can you give me maybe an insight on what's been going on lately, just to refresh my own memory to start this thing off? <laughs> yeah, man. Jeez, we're in a tough time right now. I mean, I think one of the biggest things that kind of everyone says is, um, you know, instead of following the news, just follow the Fed. And okay. as you know, new stimulus package just came out. The rules and regulations around this one are even more hazy than the first couple. So uh, I think one of the one of the biggest things first is like, okay, let's 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 dive into that and see what's happening there. You know, you got okay. some PPP loans going back out, small businesses, big business, big businesses, six hundred to um, each person. Um, so obviously, if you look back at the past, you know, markets probably going up going up because of that. Uh, any big movers? Any big big stock movers you've seen recently uh, make any uh, substantial vertical movements? Yeah, so Brookfield Property, um, that's one of the REITs that I've been following for the past couple months here. Um, okay. Brookfield Asset Management just announced they might take them private at about 1650 a share. So it's all about a 20% jump in that, I think, yesterday. Obviously, SPACs are blowing up. Anything EV is blowing up. And, and I mean, we can talk about this for 20 minutes, but Bitcoin just broke the 30,000 mark. That's days insane. Ago, so, yeah. yeah, the cool thing about Bitcoin is there's a fixed amount of it. And... I don't see any reason why it couldn't become the new gold. So yeah, we'd like to hold out the rabbit hole that we could burrow ourselves down. But really, yeah. the reason we're here today is to talk about networking and you know getting into the finance industry. Obviously, there's a lot of jargon. There seems to be a big industry, you know, kind of barriers to entry. You yourself are a student at Grand Valley State University, which is not your traditional like target school for big banks. Yet you found. Uh, a way to to really immerse yourself in finance. And yeah. you've landed some great internships. You're the president of Seedman, Seedman IPO. 
why are you interested in finance as a young person? Like, why do you even want to work in it? Um, I guess to, to bring you back, I mean, it kind of started like middle high school, honestly, you know, my dad put me on Bloomberg um, pretty early, you know, Morningstar, Vanguard, all that good stuff. So I was ripping through uh, just like some personal research for myself, figuring out that like investments is super interesting. Um, and I guess like, you know, education wise, kind of how I ended up at Grand Valley, like that non-target finance school, knowing I still wanted to go into uh, the investment world to some degree. Um, I, you know, high, high school didn't take school extremely seriously as I do now, um, didn't take their careers seriously now. So I guess that's kind of how you end up somewhere at a non-target instead of like shooting high in high school, um, you kind of at GV. So the, the interest started early, um, and then coming in kind of going, okay, you know, I, I, I want to work somewhere in, you know, asset management, private equity, uh, the M&A world too, kind of all options, kind of sure. how, to, how do I get really involved in that early on? It's awesome that Grand Valley has such a fantastic investment club, which you were the president of. So yeah. great job of asserting leadership in, in that regard, 145,000, 145K or something like that uh, yep. in yep. this club. Roughly. Wow. What are some of the holdings? Um, so biggest ones right now, uh, TPL, Texas Pacific Land Trust. Um, it's a REIT that owns like the, the Permian Basin down in Texas. Uh, we've been big on that. Got in, I think, at like 440 a share. I think we're up past like 700 right now. Um, that was wow. good. Um, we're also big betting on Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac um, going out of government conservatorship here within the year. So okay. one of our biggest holdings right now too. So definitely some 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 more riskier plays there, but you know, seeing seeing how much we can you know beat the market by per se. That's awesome. How much would you say joining an investment club on campus has sharpened your skills, aptitude, and potential proclivity to succeed in the industry? Yeah, no, I, I think one of the biggest things about, you know, getting involved on campus, especially in like, you know, investment club, finance clubs, or what kind of whatever you're seeking is just like being around like-minded individuals. Um, kind of like what we've seen with IPO is like, um, you, you get the kids that care a little more, especially if you're at a non-target school where the average kid in the finance class isn't exactly, you know, going gung-ho for it, trying to go to New York, Chicago, uh, getting into firms that like most people uh, wouldn't even try at a non-target. And what we get at IPO sure. is we get kids who kind of want to shoot a little higher. So we all hold each other to a higher standard um, and kind of like the, the training curriculum that we've kind of like uh, talk, gotten in with the analyst program there and like getting into eboard and with the members who have all had experience and kind of bounce ideas off each other, bounce networking yeah. um, and certain connections off each other as well has been, you know, a good blessing. Do you, do you, do you think there's some fire that comes from being at a non-target school and wanting to get to that 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 industry that is widely celebrated in, in other more kind of mainstream schools. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that's kind of the name of the game. Um, like, like every interview I've done since sophomore year, um, no one's told me to like to go and do it. No one's been like, Oh, wait, why are you, Everyone, most people are questioning, like, why are you applying there? Like you're really trying to get into, for sure, uh, for sure. you know, high tier M&A. And it's like, yeah, you know, I'm going for it. And like all the stock which commissions we go to, whether that's the engaged conference at U of M, which you probably know about, um, and yeah. some other ones in the area too. Um, we come with a chip on our shoulder because like no one knows where we're from. Um, but at the end of the day though, like one thing, I love that. Um, yeah. For real. And I think one, one thing that you kind of find out is that, you know, once you get into that first job, the the name of the degree matters, even matters a little less, comes down to like work ethic and like knowledge level. And that's like one yeah. thing we try to like pride ourselves on is like, okay, you know, maybe our, our name's not going to get recognized um, on the resume, but um hoping to like have like the knowledge level enough to like do those jobs too. So for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And you guys look like a freaking squad, man. That photo <laughs> of your team, this the Sigmund IPO team, you guys yeah. look sharp. You guys look sharp. You guys look like the team that comes from out of town wipes out the cocky hometown boys. Maybe, maybe I'm referring to Ross here. 
but yeah. you guys, you guys look like some telephone terrorists. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, but you yourself have gotten some great internships in yeah. uh, the finance space, whether it's with like smaller boutiques or with a huge firm like Plant Morant, which is yeah. one of the largest accounting firms in the country. Uh, how does Landon pitch himself? How does Landon uh, advance his his personality to recruiters? You know, one common theme of the careers interviews we've done is you can either be branded by the school you go to, or you can brand yourself with your story. So tell me your story. Pretend I'm a recruiter. I guess I'll kind of bring back to sophomore year. Like the biggest breakthrough um, was that boutique uh, private equity firm, Blackford Capital here in Grand Rapids. Um, So getting getting in there was was crazy. Um, Coming in sophomore year and being like, hey, you know, I haven't taken the high level finance courses, even like at Grand Valley yet. Um, But it it was all like work ethic and drive and uh, getting on the LinkedIn grind early. Um, as you know, it's very important. So, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> hop, hop, hop on that train. Like, all right, who's yeah, working there? You got a, you, you got a great profile going. It's a good, good landing, personal landing page. Everyone should be on LinkedIn and having a good page. It's really important. For real, yeah. No, we 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 push that IPO a lot. Um, but yeah, so sophomore year, um, you know, getting that first round interview, and they're mostly taking kids at Blackford from you know the Rosses of the world, uh, the Michigan States of the world. You know, they're not looking for like the non-targets to go there because their intern classes are very small. You know, they're taking two to three a year. Um, and going in there, and the, the the pitch in that interview was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm I might be young as a sophomore. You know, I might not have all the all the the uh, you know the actual world real world experience because they're looking for kids that either like have had multiple internships or have had you know high level education. Uh, but going in there and just being like, all right, work ethic. And here's what I've learned prior to this. And I'm like, I'm willing to go like that, that farther step. Like, you know, I understand the market. I understand an LBO. And they're like, oh, like you're young. You've already done this stuff. But like, yeah, but it's all through Google, which is hilarious. And that's something we could totally talk about more. Um, 100%. Boutiques in general are really hard to work at, right? They're small teams. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, like we don't want to bring out an intern. Like we're already kind of dialed in. Uh, yeah. These bigger banks have the resources to have internship programs because they print cash and they have the resources to do it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what's your, what's your advice to someone who's trying to get into a boutique? Is it cold email? How'd you get the job? How'd you do it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think first you got to know who works there. Um, some of these boutiques, you know, they're, they're only going to have, you know, two, three, four, five analysts. They're not going to have massive teams doing it on the, on the deal side. Um, and once you know who works there, if, if the boutique is like in the area that you're in, um, you know, try and meet up with them, try and get coffee with them. I think that, that was my first step in was like, I got coffee with one of their senior analysts who runs the program. Um, and that first, that first coffee, that first interview is usually like a, okay, Hey, like, could I work with this person? You know, is this person enjoyable yeah. to be around? Sure. It's not all, it, it's not all technicals first. It's like, Hey, can I sit in an office? Can I train this intern? Do I like enjoy being around him as a person? You know, and if they don't like you in that first round, then you're kind of, you're kind of out. So like, number one thing I tell people is like, Hey, like in that, that, that first interview, that first coffee meetup, just like be a likable person you know, ask good questions, you know, be smiling, you know, be engaged. Be smiling, all yeah. That. Yeah, all, all those simple, like, people they don't, skills. They don't want a robot. They want someone they can no. be alongside for, like, 16 hours, right? Grinding out yeah. deal flow and searching for the yep. best best moves. But then you worked at Plamoran, which is a huge yep. company. Um, yep. What was it like going from kind of a, a firing squad boutique to a massive organization? Yeah, no, big shift. And I mean, that, that was the, uh, the summer of COVID, too. So that was just last summer. So All right, uh, wow. I've been out from like a nine month uh, program at Blackford. Um, cra- crazy ride there. A lot of nine deals, a lot of, wow. a lot of changes. Yeah. Wow. So it's just school year? You did, yep. did Black- school year. Wow. Year. That's an incredible yeah. opportunity, man. Good, good for yeah. you. Yeah. I, I, I think the biggest thing during school is so important. And like number one thing too there is it was crazy because like school definitely took like a number two 
uh, during that year. You know, it was, it was, it was work first and school second. Um, mm-hmm. But like, where do you learn the most at? It's definitely the internships in the real, the world, real world. Yep. 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 Yeah. So I guess like transitioning into playing Moran there in the summer um, was very different. You know, you're talking way bigger of a team. I was, I was an investment research analyst. I was on their large cap value and alternative teams um, where we're reviewing like fund managers. We're looking at the market. We're doing like big macro reports, a lot of, a lot of write-ups, you know, um, a lot of, a lot of typing, a lot of write-ups, a little different than the, you know, boutique world. So um, transition wise, definitely different. It was one of those things where I go, okay, I understand, you know, boutique private equity pretty well after nine months. Um, I'm a sophomore. I'm young. Let's get more experience. Let's see what the world around looks like in finance um, while I'm young before that full-time job offer comes on graduation. So definitely great experience there. Uh, very different. You know, Plan Man's a great company. They have a great, great work culture there. Um, Learned learn a ton about asset management. And now it's kind of, okay, figuring out where do I want to land full-time. So yeah, so you're going for something. So you're a junior, senior. What, what year are you? Junior. Junior. You're a junior. So you still have one summer left until that full-time moment when you might be going yeah. out to New York, Chicago. I, I assume you're you're gutting for for Wall Street, right? To, to be in New York or where do you want to be? Do you want to be in a boutique in a smaller city? Where do you see yourself? Yeah, so East Coast is kind of a dream. Uh, New York or Boston. I actually say Boston's kind of ahead right now just because I love Boston okay. personally. My brother um, goes to be you. It's a cool city. Yeah, no, I, I hear great things about it. So um yeah, kind of th- this upcoming summer, actually, I'm going over to Manning and Napier. Uh, they're in Rochester, New York, doing equity research out there. So Very interesting. Um, what, tell me what equity research is very briefly. Yeah, so, I mean, every firm has it differently. It's kind of a broad name, obviously. Um, like I said, Manning and Napier directly, it's like a bottoms-up research program. Um, so we're, we're, we're diving deep into the technicals, a lot of quantitative research and whatnot. Um, and you kind of get in, you start doing that in the first couple of weeks. And then from there, they kind of they, they kind of pinpoint you on what what team they think that you fit best in and where you think you fit best as well. Um, so working under a portfolio manager, I think there's about three to four analysts per portfolio manager. Um, and you're, you, you're pretty much strictly, at least at Manning and Napier, you're strictly stock pitching. So, you know, if you're working for, you know, the large cap value team uh, or large cap value portfolio manager, you're finding, you know, the, the best picks in the market. Wow. You so you're constantly, constantly pitching stocks constantly. That must yeah. be so fun. I, I love stock. I love <laughs> stock pitches. I won uh, a stock pitch competition in my freshman year of Michigan for the cannabis industry, and it was just so much fun. Uh, especially when you're looking at a space with like very little, like kind of buy-in from the larger market, and you mm-hmm. can kind of try to convince people of that upside. It's tons of fun, dude. Pitches are great. Yeah. They're just they're just where a lot of energy for me lives. What's your What's your kind of main piece of advice for a student who's listening right now? who wants to get into finance, who wants to, to make some waves, get some experience for themselves. The number one thing I tell people, obviously you hear all the time network, but I think the one thing that like a lot of kids got to understand, especially at non-targets um, is on LinkedIn or wherever like your networking platform is. If you have alumni network, great, whatever it is uh, at non-targets, you're, you're going to click on Charles Schwab and you're going to see how many alumni work there per se. Just as an example um, at something like Ross, there's probably 50, something like Grand Valley, there's probably two, but the coolest thing about non-targets though, if you reach out to those two people, I promise they will be so thrilled that someone from Grand Valley reached out to them and wants to hear about what they do. They will do, they, they will go above and beyond because like Grand Valley's got like a tight knit community of grads that kind of made it, you can call it like the high finance world. Um, and once you reach out to them, like they will respond. And I, I think it's crazy how many kids don't actually believe that when they reach out that the, that they like professionals that are busy, they're, you know, they're working 70, 80, 90 hour weeks. Like why would they want to help me in my like career path? But they do because at some point in their career, someone did it for them. So it's all kind of like a paying it back thing. You know, it's like once you get in it, obviously you kind of reach back out and help 
help someone else that hasn't had it yet to like help them bring them in too. So I think just realizing that um, the professionals do want to help you out, you know, and if you reach out, there's a good chance they respond. And if they don't, that's fine. Bulls and bears, that was Landon Clausing. He is a junior at Grand Valley State University sharing some awesome insights and career advice. Really love what he's been able to achieve as president of Seaman IPO. It's a fantastic organization. Shout out to all the students who are part of that club who might be listening in today. Really exciting about continuing our finance content and our careers content. Thank you for listening again. If you want more of these insights and more resources and even internship opportunities, please subscribe to our newsletter, ourfuturehq.com. Put in your email, you'll find where to put it, ourfuturehq.com. That is our website. That is our hub, our destination. Thank you for listening. And as always, stay frosty, everybody.